Welcome to the Creatives Experience Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Isaac Whedon. On each episode, I will be speaking with artists and bringing you in on their life, faith, and creative experience. I'm excited for you to be joining us today. Thank you for listening. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I have the one and only Chaz Smith with me today. He has been, wow, just such an amazing encouragement to my life and I'm actually, you know, blown away by the fact that I've been able to grow with this guy and in, in, in the Lord and just been growing as brothers in Christ. And the things we've been able to share through our conversations as a whole has been a tremendous, tremendous blessing to my life. So I'm very stoked you guys get to join us today. Chaz, thank you, bro. I really what it do, baby. <laughs> Crazy, man. Dude, I'm still so blown away by just the way, you know, we got to get in touch. You know, the simple, simple Instagram DM of like, hey, yeah, bro, man. if you need it, if you need to get scooped up, I got yeah. you. And it turned well, into I came out to Chicago uh, last year. Yeah. Yeah. Has, it's been how long has it it's been? It's been a, a year and like 20 days. Huh. Something like that. <laughs> it was this. It was this. Time, yeah. The beginning okay. of June last year. Wow. Praise God, man. Yeah, dude. It's been. And and I've said this over other episodes has just been ha- having encouraging creatives to have the audacity to hit people up no ma- no matter who it is just hit them up you know just like hey this is a human being this is a person who is a person and if you have a button that reaches a, mm-hmm. a way to connect to them why not take advantage of that why not take the opportunity and I've just been really enjoying growing in the Lord with you bro it's yeah, it's, man. it's been amazing. For sure, for sure. Praise God. So you are a very talented dude, a very funny, I, might, I must add. And God <laughs> bless you with a, with a very creative gift. So you've been creating videos and content, and this all what, started out with Vine. Is that, would, you, would you say that? That's how it started publicly. I guess okay. that was the platform that it blew up on, but I really started on YouTube and kind of just in, in school, in class, back in like okay. middle school. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. So how, how did it, how did this whole ball start going? Like get into, cause you're a content creator. How did this get to where it's at today? You know what? I think it actually, I know I've never answered this question this way before, but I think it started back in like kindergarten when, okay. uh, <laughs> all right. No, before then we're going to take it way back. Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, and my mother's woo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually though, like I was an only child for just about the first four years of my life. Okay. And, um, I spent a lot of time when I was little, like with my mom, she got puppets and just mm. like make up random stuff. I had to find ways to entertain myself. And uh, then in kindergarten, the pre iPhone, iPad. Yeah. Days oh, those are the days, man. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I got like everybody in my school had to be in the class play. Mm-hmm. And so like kindergarten through third grade, I got a like taste of entertainment and started to do theater a little bit, continue to do theater a little bit more all the way through like seventh or eighth grade. Cool. Um, started making videos in class in like sixth and seventh grade for a couple projects. Made my first music video, a parody, um, to a song by Soldier Boy back in like started with parodies, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, and so like through all that stuff, I knew that I wanted to go into entertainment in some aspect, just cool. wasn't sure how. Yeah. And so uh, then after I played basketball all the way through high school and um, at the end of my senior year, I had like 
two more months of school, all this free time. I was like, what am I going to do? Mm. Decided to start a YouTube channel, made my first video there. It's mad time consuming, took forever. Yeah. Two months later, I hopped on Vine cool. and just had fun with that. And within a month and a half, I had 2,000 followers. Wow. Then another month and a half or so, I had 50,000. So I posted like the, uh, the water balloon inside of water balloon. Wow. <laughs> and this is all on your yeah. phone, right? This is this no oh, crazy... Yeah. Like, all, yeah, on Vine, on Vine, everything was on my phone. I had a camera. Or I used my laptop for like my first five YouTube no. videos. Like a uh, photo booth. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man. And see, I think a lot of times, you know people who are creative and are artsy and stuff, you tend to overthink and you, you have yeah. the, have the ability to really hinder yourself from stepping into something because you're like, mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I need to have this high production thing when mm-hmm. it's, it's a lie, you know, it's yeah. really not true. And especially well, Vine, forgive my lack of knowledge. I think I was on Vine for a few weeks. And I was just like, ah, I'm mm-hmm. not about this. Um, is it, <laughs> is it uh, how you, would you would rec- like press your finger on the record button and then you let it go and you like collect yeah the record button was actually like the screen all you just had all you had to do is hold your thumb down and record it's kind of cool but okay um, yeah you and that was really exist. simple it was that doesn't exist no more right no more it died in september 2016 mm, when it was taken over by, by instagram is that right instagram came out with video before that Okay, um, but not with, not with the same year. function and manner. No, the yeah. Instagram video was 15 seconds long. Okay. Wow. Now it's like clearly much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. R.I.P., man. R.I.P. Oh, the good old days. Cool, bro. So, yeah. all right. So you, just so everybody who doesn't know about you, I'm surprised if you don't know about Chaz, but if, if they <laughs> know about you, you have been, you know, you started out with, with Vine. Now you're very, very doing very well on Instagram and on YouTube and God's really just blasted a door open for you. Seriously. Like, like, like dynamite nuclear bomb, open door to (laughs) the world. I I really see it that way, bro. Like it's, it's like a technological miracle. Yeah. That's where, where you have access to thousands and thousands and thousands of people with, with the hit of a button. You know, seriously, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah. And I've kind of grown to understand the gravity of that more and more, just mm-hmm. over time. Like I remember most recently, I think it was either earlier this year or at the end of last year, I put up a video about sexual assault awareness, okay. um, and um, like. On Instagram alone, like six or seven hundred thousand people watched it, and I was like, "Cause p- millions of people have seen my videos before, but when yeah, I saw yeah. that, I was like, yo, mm-hmm. several hundred thousand people really just watched this video. Crazy, and it's impacted, I'm sure, thousands of them in a yeah. way that they really needed. Yeah, yeah, that was when it hit me, like, yo, what I say really." reaches people so so for the creatives that hope to i mean i feel like that's like the popular thing is everybody wants to have Mm -hmm. access to people that's that's what we're told is awesome and uh is encouraged by society is the more influence you have for some reason the the i don't know the more impact you make which i don't necessarily say is true because you could have a huge influence and 
not create that big an impact. Not to say you don't make any impact at all, but there's there are definitely different levels of impact that you make on people's lives. You know, people call themselves social media influencers and they don't really influence any more than, you know, money, um, sexual uh idolatry mm-hmm. um you know cars houses all this stuff. Yeah. like it's, it's just promoting a very shallow uh, lifestyle um whereas so many more people can resonate with a normal life right when I mean, you just mm-hmm. show people hey man i'm just i'm just a regular dude i just so happen to want to share things that will add value to your life and as a christian you having the ability to share biblical truth with people is huge. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's massive. Um, and so being able to see that, is there any, uh, I guess, advice you would say to people who hope to have a large influence on people on social media? Like anything you say, hey, th- this is what I, out of my experience, I would advise you to make sure you got your head around this first before you have access to such a plethora of people. As a Christian speaking to other Christians, um, yeah, because I'm assuming Christians only yeah. listen to this. Yeah, and I'm sure other people will be listening to this Maybe, too, yeah. I mean, for sure. Cool. Um, yeah, as just yeah, a person speaking to other people. Mm-hmm. If your calling, gifts, abilities, and talents are not lined up with this, then you shouldn't be chasing it. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be trying to do it. A lot of people seek influence for the wrong reasons that's one thing um other people just want gratification validation yeah, with yeah. followers affirmation that they're not getting from somewhere else um um but recognize that like i think what's really cool is i'm it's kind of turning making a slight turn here not directly yeah, the question, but turn, turn I, I just I think it's just beautiful how Jesus used his influence and impact and how he demonstrated that for us because he had the attention of like hordes, crowds of people in some, sometimes like, I know there was one account where this crowd of people, thousands, literally thousands of people gathered around him for multiple days and did not eat just because they wanted to be near him. And I mean, come on, that's, that's next level, right? Like that's nobody on this earth is nobody. Like if just, if Michael Jackson was alive, maybe he'd have be able to have thousands of people crowded around him for multiple days without anybody leaving to eat. Mm. Even still, like he had global reach. Like Jesus had, anyway, I'm, I'm going on topic. Bottom mm-hmm. line is what I'm saying. Like Jesus was, used his fame for um for a purpose he never pointed to himself he always gave glory to his father um but at the same time he saw he had, he was extremely intentional with a few people like there were crowds there was the mass of disciples everybody who followed him there were the 12 disciples and then there was uh peter james and john who were like his close three like he mm-hmm. there are different levels of influence and we shouldn't think that one is greater than the other Amen. Or um, you shouldn't focus on one more than the other. Like I have, what, so like over a million people, a million and a half people following me just between Instagram and YouTube, or something like that. I don't know. Crazy. But um, but how am I taking care of the relationships that are closest to me? Like the people mm-hmm. who I live in the house with, my family, mm-hmm. my friends. Um, what's that like, you know? So before... Anybody even wants to consider 
having influence over people through the internet, what are your close relationships looking like? That's good, bro. Like, are you stewarding those? Because God will give you more if you handle what he's already giving you. Amen. Um, yeah, be faithful with, you, with what you already have. Um, plant seeds where you need to, water them, but you can't control how it grows. Like, that's up to God. Be faithful with what you got. Be content and satisfied. Ask for more. Sure. Like, honestly, when I was like 12 or 13 and I knew I wanted to go into entertainment, I started praying for to be famous for influence not for myself though not just because i wanted to be famous it was because i've always had this desire to speak to masses of people share messages shine light um and give glory to god to as many people as possible that's just the desire that's been on my heart for other people it's like that's not the same but i've never wanted to be famous like it it kind of it's it's it scares me to just desire fame just for the sake of the attention Mm. like that's not why I've wanted influence, but it is something that I've asked for more of. So that's okay to do, Mm -hmm. but just know where your heart is in it. That's good, man. I had a, I had quite a realization with that, with, you know, making music and stuff like that, and then starting to create content and and just kind of getting, I don't want to say sucked in, but influenced and encouraged to really dive in like hundred percent into this life of being a creative. And it has been great. You know, it's been, it's been full of lessons and full of experiences and full of relationships and all these cool things. But I really did have to come to a point where, all right, why am I, why am I making these things? You know, like aside the influence, why am I even making this stuff? Like, why am I even making music? Why am I creating videos? Who is this for? Like, who's my target audience in this, you know? And a lot of times people want to be famous, but the call God's put on their hearts is not strictly, but majorly placed for the body of Christ. Right. And I would say, I would say you have a, a bit of a lesser reach if you have specified a specific group rather than just being open to everybody. Mm -hmm. And then you might end up, you know, getting caught in this thing where you're like, Oh man, well, I know I feel God calling me to do this, but you know, I really feel that if I do, if I, if I compromise just a smidge, I'll be able to, you know, get a greater following. And that's, it's wrong ultimately. And, and, and I know, you know, that's wrong. Um, but I just really wanted to, you know, encourage you guys who are listening, man, this is, this is a very dangerous aspect of our world today. And it's a very dangerous aspect of so, so, social media where we can get this uh, influence on people but like you were saying, bro, I'm so glad you touched on, you know, what's happening at home, what's happening with the people around you, what's happening, like first worrying about your circle. And then, then if you're faithful with that, you know, God will bless you to have a, have a greater reach, but it, it starts with you for your circle. Yeah, also, also just the awareness to pray, like to, it's, it's, and I think you could even say this is in, like when the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, how should we pray? He said, um, hold on, deliver us from evil. Father, keep me, you might need to edit this part out. But <laughs> let me just, I was trying I'm to gonna, make a jump. I was trying to make a jump. Bottom line, like the what I was getting, the point I was getting to is <laughs> make, like, make sure to just ask God to not give you anything that you're not ready for and to mm. like 
to seek to have your heart in a place where it's like, yo, God, I do want this, but your will. Because the enemy will tempt you with stuff that you are not ready for yet. Amen. Amen. Tempted Jesus with that, like in the wilderness. And I'm sure there's so many other times too that aren't even recorded in the scripture. Yeah. Um, like if you can kind of compare it to, I guess, lifting weights. Um, I got long arms and I'm not that muscular, so I can't bench that much, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, I, I'll have like it's, it's too much. I need too much leverage to to get it up. You got it. You got like, it. Like, they're just not in my muscle fibers at the moment. <laughs> I'm getting there though. But um, With the Lord's provision. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like there's you could say there's like I don't know what I can bench. I I, I haven't. Best pressed in a long time. Yeah, let's same say bro. Like, I'm, I'm like, same boat. Same boat. But let's, but let's say like, um, you know, there's glory in being able to bench like 300 pounds, mm. right? You could be, I could be tempted to try to do that That's good. for the sake of the glory of being able to say like, yo, I could bench press 300 pounds. But if I were to try it right now, it would literally crush me. Mm. And it's a lot Especially easier. if you try doing it without support. Right, right, right. And it's, I don't know, it's easy to say, like, oh, I'm not going to bench press 300 pounds. I already know it's clear, but there are things that we don't, like it's an analogy, obviously. Like there's things that we don't realize. Like to say, oh, I want a million followers. Can you handle that? Can you handle everything that comes with that? Mm. Can you handle the comments, like, the interaction, the, the comments, DMs, the... the DMs that you get? the pressure to keep posting or, you know, like, or just the sake of like, just the discipline of being consistent, you know, all the, the brands that are going to reach out to you say, Hey, we will offer you this many thousands of dollars to post this product. And, you know, money might be tight for you and you're tempted to make a compromise. Can you handle everything that comes with that? So yeah, it's important to be praying to God, like, yo, don't give me anything that I'm not prepared for yet. Mm-hmm. Prepare me, challenge me, stretch me, but prepare me for the things that I'm not prepared for yet. Amen. Amen. And I think the part you were thinking about in the Father's Prayer. Correct me if I'm mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, lead us not into temptation. There you go. Yeah, right. that, that part. That part. It's the very end of it. So it would have been hard. Yeah. Botch and deliver us from evil. There you go. It's, deliver us from the evil one. And that's yeah. really what it's not. Oh, no, it's, it's yeah. and and temptation never ever ever comes from the Lord. Yeah, that is not yeah. a that is not a holy thing. God yes, will not sir. tempt you. Will that James one boy? Mm, yes, sir. But He will always provide a way out. But He will never tempt you. Yeah, you know, like just like um, condemnation. People get this uh, often, often mixed up. Condemnation and conviction being two completely separate things, right? And confusing, you know, someone. experiencing condemnation especially with a lack of understanding of the bible you know experiencing a feeling oh i'm being condemned but not understanding the difference in in conviction um and 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 god wait condemnation and what was the other word condemnation and conviction conviction is it conviction is it i just spaced in my head yeah that's it yeah. Um, but yeah, Holy Spirit will convict you. He will, he will, he will show you things, you know, and that'll cause you to act on that 
and to possibly stop what you're doing. That's often how that works or to do something because you're not doing something. Um, and with condemnation, it, it tends to just pull you away from the Lord as a whole, you know, and look to yourself. Condemnation causes you to look to yourself. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's like, Oh, I'm not good enough or I suck or I blah, blah, blah. Anything that's focused on you is false humility, which is really just pride. Amen. The voice of condemnation is always negative. Yeah. Yeah. And pride has become such a thing today, um, such a colorful word, you might say. Um, it's 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 crazy, man. Like the, the deception that is taking place today, especially on media, is just on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And and so, okay, so you've been living in LA now. You moved from where to LA? From New Jersey to LA. New Jersey. So you're in New Jersey. Now you're living in a LA. I mean, you travel like there's no tomorrow, but <laughs> your your base is in LA. And how has, you know, living there impacted your life as a, you know, disciple of Christ? How has the influence of all this around you, how has it impacted you, bro? First, like, God is the reason I moved to Mm -hmm. LA. I did not want to move here. I Mm -hmm. spent, let me see, uh, probably a total of three months here, two in one summer. And even after those two months, I was like, I don't want to move here. I'm staying on the East Coast. I'd rather live in New York. And um, <laughs> then a few months after the summer, 2017, I moved here in December 2017. After July in 2017, uh, I was back home for a few months. And I realized I was coming to a point where it was like, um, the way one pastor put it was, uh, it's like God will have you in a pot of soil or a, a a plant of like a yeah a plot of soil or whatever okay. um and you'll grow until like you can only grow so much and until pot. you run out of space good that's good and i realized like i felt like i was coming to a point where i like i wasn't being stretched or challenged okay. Okay. or i really like yeah. that analogy wow that's beautiful yeah. okay yeah and um I was, I literally prayed. I was like, Lord, I want to be stretched and challenged externally and yeah, grow and mature and learn more about spiritual warfare. Don't mm-hmm. if you, like I said, <laughs> oh my gosh, don't ask for what you're not really ready for yet. Um, <laughs> no, nah, LA is different, man. Like right, like a month after I prayed that, I God had told me I was visiting for in LA for like a week. Cool. While I was there, just in prayer on my own, I got such a strong, overwhelming sense that I needed to come here, not in a way where it was like a fear of missing out or God mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. if you don't do this, I will condemn you. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much for you here if you go. Cool. And it was just this overwhelming certainty that I had that I still have today. Um, it was, I was so certain that I bought the one way ticket without knowing where I was going to stay, what my job was going to be, even though I was doing like social media at the time, but it was nowhere near nowhere near the point it was at now um not know where i was gonna live i yeah. know much about the community all these unanswered questions that i was just like whatever god uh-huh. told me to go i was just yeah. so sure about it yeah yeah and um yeah upon moving here it was cool for about like a good three weeks it was like this honeymoon phase or whatever and then right around the time 2018 hit it was just so many things happened that i could not explain Mm. and it it just became very hard. I began to learn 
more about what goes on just in the unseen realm spiritually that we don't which was, know about. Which was, which yeah. was your request, right? I asked for it, bro. Uh-huh, I asked uh-huh, for no, it. I've been um, there too. I was there. Yeah, things are <laughs> still confusing me now, but um, learning to just like let go, like okay. things. Ha- I know God. If He called me out here, then He knew all this was gonna happen. He was answering the prayer. Like this is all gonna work out for good. Even the stuff that I have no idea mm. about still, like just to be at peace and let it go. Know that He allowed it to happen. Allow these things to happen, and uh, they're gonna bless a lot of people. These stories, the experiences Amen. that. Amen. Uh, so yeah, being out in LA has just really pushed me to grow and mature um, in ways that really would not have been possible if I had stayed where I was at, if I had stayed cool. in my comfort zone. Cool. Um, if I hadn't taken a yeah, leap. So, yeah. Praise God. And so uh, we've had some conversations about, you know, what, what to do in regards to maybe some experiences with, mm-hmm. you know, supernatural things taking place that aren't necessarily of God mm-hmm. and, and feeling like God's like calling you, Hey, you know, I, I want you to pray for that person or Hey, I want, mm-hmm. you know, you, you might, you may feel in your heart, Hey, this person needs to be set free, you know? And, and that is a very, it's a very scary thing as, as a, I don't know, as a follower of Christ, like, man, we are called to a supernatural world, a supernatural mm-hmm. life, you know, mm-hmm. heaven, the kingdom of heaven starts here as a christian you start your life with christ you're pent you're 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 baptized and you're you're receive the holy spirit and you are now here to fight a war for christ you know and, mm-hmm. and to share the gospel and and be a light in the darkness and i believe very many people have been what's the right word deceived into thinking that you know christianity really is a culture uh, yeah, it's oh okay. I, I wasn't gonna go there, but that's really good. It's become <laughs> I'll, I'll jump off what you're saying. It's like become its own culture, and mm-hmm. it is not necessarily a biblical culture, which, it's not. which is what's so dangerous. You know, it's like man, we have these people all over the world that want to know God, they want to come to Christ, they want to know the truth, and the very people that are called to do these things aren't upkeeping the authority and the validity of the word of God and, and we're at where we're at today. Right. And we have so many lukewarm Christians out there that when it comes down to somebody stepping out in faith and saying, you know what? No, this is what the word of God says. This is right. This is wrong. I'm not condemning anyone. I'm not judging what, who you are, what you're doing. I'm just saying, this is what the word of God says. And I'm standing on the word. And today it has become, you know what? I don't, I don't think, I don't think Christ has called us to really offend anybody. I don't think we're called to, you know, mm. you know, make anyone feel bad. Um, I mean, dude got killed for offending people, mm. crucified, whipped for mm. offending people. That is yeah. literally what it is, you know? And, and, and there's so many people that are, want to be politically, you know, correct and, and, and don't want to be mm. like, don't want to take a stance and don't want to take a side. And and now when somebody, cause it's, t- cause it's happened for so long now, you know, let, let's, let's just say theoretically it's happened for the last 50 years. Well, the amount of 
darkness that has taken over in the last 50 years because of the lack of standing up. Now when somebody stands up, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a total attack. Mm-hmm. It's like, how dare you? You're a bigot. You're this. You're this. And, and that's yeah. what's happening to I mean, that's what I'm experiencing today, you know, standing up mm-hmm. for the abortion and saying this, this is wrong no matter the circumstance, mm-hmm. no matter how, how it happened. It's, it's wrong. Um, yeah. And people saying, no, you're wrong. And it's just like, man, well, yeah, but I'm standing on the word of God here, you know, and then mm-hmm. people will take, they'll, they'll just nitpick verses out of the Bible instead of understanding the word as a whole and then try yeah. to even argue against you. And so we're living in this time now that I really genuinely believe the Holy Spirit is just gathering an army of creative people yeah. that are going to willingly fight and willingly take shots. Yeah. Like, be taken shots at, I should say. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's no other way to do this. There's no other. There's no other way than to take a stance and and fight. And and it's not about you telling people they're going to hell. It's not about you. Hey, man, this is you're doing this. And th- no, no, no. This is about hey, this is what the truth is. And if you just so happen to fall into that category, well, it, that is what it is. You know, and and mm-hmm. and it is so difficult today when it comes to you know, you know, having such a reach to people you can post something and and you can get a random amount of reactions you know but mm-hmm. as the body of christ we're called to creatively put things together into the world so that it can challenge the world yeah and for you guys who are listening man i i feel like a lot of us are scared to i feel mm-hmm. i feel a lot of times we're scared to take a stance because we know what it will come with yeah and the people that are against us are more than happy to bash you. you Is know? eternity worth it? That's good, bro. Mm-hmm. That's a great challenging question, man. Is eternity worth it? That's... Mm. <laughs> that could be a good song or like a good... <laughs> Yeah, make it bro hey bro <laughs> all right seed's been planted. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, man. Um, but yeah, bro. So, okay, so... Aside me going down into a depressing thought um, <laughs> and what's going on in the world today, I have been really enjoying just our conversations. We get to talk every few weeks and, and just mm-hmm. kind of bringing to in on what's been going on. I mentioned this on many other episodes, and this is a question I always love asking and I encourage everyone to ask their fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. What has God been blowing you away with recently? Whew. Um. So most recently, most recently, um, I had been living in the apartment that I moved into Yeah. when I first moved out to LA for 14 months. I was there until the end of February this year and needed to find a new spot. And I was praying specifically for like three or four other Christian brothers who are devoted to growing in Christ, holding each other accountable, uplifting and encouraging one another, and committed to meeting once a week for mm-hmm. fellowship, Bible study, something. That's good. Um, as well, and I wanted them to be involved in like creative fields and for them to be smarter, better, or wiser than me in different areas. So I know that would just practically help me to grow and like in different ways to challenge me and help me grow more humble. It's a very um, wise, wise prayer. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, man. And, um, yeah, I'll, 
it was in, in March, I was able to stay with a mentor for a month because I could have moved into somewhere on my own. Okay. I could have found just, I don't know, a random person to live with. I had a bunch of opportunities to move wherever I wanted, but I was like, no, I don't want that. I don't want to settle. This is what I'm praying for. I really desire a strong community right now. Um, so I want to butt in real quick, guys, yeah. if you're praying for something, man, and you're, you're, you're like, Hey, this is what I need. Stick to it. Keep praying. Mm-hmm. Even other opportunities come up, man, if, if yeah. something comes up, but it's not exactly what you're praying for, don't take it. Right, and, also, and also like, of course, seek God's will in it because we might, sometimes we pray for things that are just not, you know, like. That's also good. Yeah. yeah. For example, with this prayer, I was praying, like I wanted to live in a certain area because mm-hmm. I just thought it was nice. And I'll get to that in a second. Let me, so let me answer this. So in March, I stayed with a mentor for a month. In April, all these traveling opportunities came up. So I was like gone, didn't need anywhere to stay. I just, when I was in LA, I was able to crash it on friends' couches and stuff. Cool. And then, um, but during those two months, I had, during March, I had placed my, uh, all of my stuff in a storage facility for like a really low price. Like you get the first month like, okay. at a crazy discount. Um, for the next month, um, I was hoping to move into a new spot. Um, and there were three places I was looking at. I couldn't move in with one group of friends. Didn't want to move there. Another group of guys that I met didn't want to move there. didn't sit right with me. Then I tried to pull together like six other guys to live with. And the day before we moved in, I was, and this was like coming up on April when I needed a new, like get rid yeah. of all, get my stuff all out of storage. Yeah. yeah. Um, the day before I was like, no, this isn't exactly what I was praying for. This all seems good. And I was asking like, God, is this your will? Is this your will? And I felt like he wasn't answering me. And I realized it was because I was the one who was trying to bring it about. Mm. Um, he had never said to do any of this stuff, mm. you know? So rather, I, I it, was, it was a matter of just like, I realized it was a matter of sitting back and receiving. So the day before I pulled, I, um, I decided not to sign the lease. Um, and the other six guys were really mad at me. But that night they ended up talking to each other and found out it would have been a bad move if they had all moved in anyway. So, wow. Um, Anyway, I, uh, yeah, I decided not to move into that spot. Um, and I was able to like travel, go to different places, um, and found another storage facility. And I had a friend like sign his name so that I was still able to get the discount. <laughs> finesse. Yeah, <laughs> finesse in the uh, system. <laughs> but, um, Call then, to be wise, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you said be shrewd, right? Hey. You know what I'm saying? But um, at the end of April, I was coming back to LA. It was like April 25th or 26th, and I needed a place to stay. I'm flying back on a plane. I'm like, God, I don't know where I'm going to move in this next mm-hmm. month. As I'm on the plane, this guy who I connected with at the beginning of the year reached out and was like, hey, we got an opening at, in our house um, for, the, for May 1st. And I was like, oh, I'll come check it out. And uh-huh. so long story short, I met up with them, checked out the house, and I, it just it seemed bright. And so I moved in, and, it's, and I, like, even the day of, I was like, this is going to be so much more of a blessing than I realized. And it has. Wow. Um, I'm living with nine other guys. Oh Whoa. my word! Whoa, yeah, in a house, right? <laughs> God answered every single thing I prayed. Wow. Every single like about the about the believers, about them being smarter, wiser, mm-hmm. different areas. Um, about wanting to live in a house in a nice area. There's free parking on the street that's always available in LA, oh, bro. That's, 
This is in Culver City. Is right this an alternate universe LA? <laughs> 15 minutes from the beach. 15 wow. minutes from the beach. Like, I could walk there. My and it's also, it's also overseen by like a couple from Oregon. Um, so there's like the discipleship aspect too. And then they keep, we all keep the house clean. We got a chore schedule. We stay on top of it. These are and 10 guys Jesus, keeping bro. it clean, that's bro. Jesus. Hallelujah. So the wow. only thing that he didn't answer was the, like about the location. Like that was it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, whatever. yeah, it's trivial. You know, like we, sometimes we want stuff to look a certain way when yep, it's like, yep, it's not. Yep. Yeah. But that's I got good. everything that I needed. And Hallelujah. Wanted. Um, I'm so happy to hear that, bro. So that was a like a really just aha moment. Yeah, yeah, it was like a great moment where it just it was like okay, it made me reconsider. I've been praying about other things, and also made me trust God more for what I've been praying about when I was younger. Like He really is faithful to Amen. His will Amen. and to like into the requests of His children. Amen. Like whatever we ask in His name, in His will, in His power, yeah. um, like He will answer. It's good. You know, it's not just as simple as saying Jesus' name, but really like understanding the person. You know, what is in his will yeah. in and his in power, power and the, in and accordance and with his word, you know, um, which is so bountiful. We mm-hmm. don't realize how much God does want to bless us. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about prosperity gospel stuff. No, 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 I get it. But like, he wants to really bless us with great things. Mm-hmm. We just think that a lot of times it's material stuff, but within this material house, I was asking for really spiritual things that bring so much greater joy than yeah. material stuff, which again, there's, it's okay to have nice things and there are nice things in this house. Having a house is a nice thing, period. But sure. Sure. like it was so much greater than if I were to just ask for a nice apartment. Like I have a family here and mm-hmm. I come home and I feel at peace. I call it Praise home. You know, like, so wow. that's like, it's such a blessing, bro. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep writing this uh, joy right now. Right. Um, encouragement wise, if you were to have to, you know, pass on something to fellow artists and creatives mm. in pursuing this creative lifestyle, cause you've really, you've really been doing this man. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear what you got to say. Um, yeah. What would what would you like to share with them if this was one of the last things you could share with them in like a sixty second time frame? If they had one more day on Earth, what would they? What, no, if, what, if like, it was your <laughs> last, like, say this is like the last thing you can you can say. To last me. thing I could say. Like, let's say this is their last hour or sixty seconds to post a story on your Instagram to share with people before you know you're gonna die. I've known what it was gonna be since I was thirteen. Ooh, let's do it. It's based on around Jesus' parable of the talents, like. You have one, you have full permission to some people feel like they need a green light from God. You, he's already given you full permission to use your gifts that he's placed inside of you, which are yours now to use, to give back to him. He's given you that you like, you own them. They're yours to steward. You have, and he's given you full permission to use them, um, uh, which will be for his glory. Like people think that, if they can sing, they have to sing in church. No, you don't. Just don't like walk out of obedience with them. You know, you have full permission to use them with the ways that, um, like regarding the ways it's placed in your heart. Just spend time with them, and he'll show you how. Um, just sit with them in prayer. Sit with them in scripture. Like just meditate on who he is. Is worth asking things. Like he'll show you. Um, second thing, do not be afraid to mess up. Uh, the though in the parable of the talents in Matthew twenty five. 
the one person who was scolded and rebuked was the guy who said that um, he had a reason to fear his master. He had a misunderstanding of what fearing God was. Um, the way I heard one person put it is uh, fearing God. And there's it's more to it than this, I believe. Sure. But one, he, one person put it was uh, the fear of God is being terrified of being apart from him. That's right. Not being afraid of his okay. punishment, mm-hmm. which understand like that's not like yeah. God yeah, has right. com- the complete right to pour pour out his wrath, but Absolutely. he doesn't. The fact that we are alive now is completely by his mercy, Amen. not grace. Mercy, like it's a difference. Amen. Mercy is withholding what we deserve. Grace is giving us what we do not. So, yeah, we're not to fear God in that sense, but have an honor and reverence for him and understand that, you know, like we miss the fatherly aspect. Like he wants us to succeed. He's placed gifts in you. That is evidence enough that he wants you to be great Mm -hmm. and wants you to live out um, the Christ likeness that is already in you. Like Christians weren't made in the image of God. Everybody's made in the image of God. I don't think people really think about that. Like, Everybody has an aspect of God in them. They're not gods themselves. I'm not talking about some, you know, but um, everybody has God in them. And by using the gifts that he's placed in you, you're also going to be encouraging other people to, um, to step out. Be, yeah, yeah. And like, you'll be calling out the God that is in others as well. Like, Oh, I can, he can do this or she can do this. That means I can too. Mm. It's not in your own strength. It's in recognizing like, yo, God, you've given me this gift. Your gift will make room for you. Amen. Not God's gift will make room for you. It's like, of course, yeah. But I mean, it specifically says. Multifaceted, yeah. Yeah, it's like you have been given something to steward. Again, the parable of the talents, these three um, servants in the house are given um, about a year's, like a talent was about a year's worth of wages. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and each of the servants were given a different amount. Um, God didn't bless them or give them those things depending on anything that they had done. Yeah. And they weren't looking and comparing themselves to anybody else. They were just recognizing, Oh, this is what you've given me. I need to steward this. Also consider like, I'm just rambling here, but, um, People who think they have less gifts, like everybody always finds something to complain about. Like people with less oh, gifts are like, without a like, doubt, people with less, who may have like less giftings will be sitting down saying like, oh, God must not care about me as much because he's giving me less. He must not trust me as much because he's giving me less. Or I don't know, I'm not as good as this other person because I have less and the people with more are saying like, oh, I have so much to do. I don't have enough time. I wish I had less. I wish I was more focused or whatever. Yeah. Where everybody should just be focused on pleasing the one who's giving them the gifts. When we start to take our, put our eyes on ourselves and that pride, mm-hmm. then we're missing out on everything. Like he blessed them all in the exact same way. The two who like stewarded their gifts, he blessed them in the exact same way. He gave them both double what they already had. Exactly, yeah. Which is double the work as well. Think about it. Yeah. But um, 
So yeah, yeah I, just, I heard I heard something from Jasmine Tate and Montel that really big shout out to those homies. <laughs> Yo, guys, if you know about Jasmine Tate and Montel Fish, you can find uh, episodes I did do ones with them as yeah, well. So they're, them, they're really, really awesome people. Yeah. They both said this in different ways, but as a whole, it's just this: you have the audience of one. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's, yeah. it's, it starts with him. It ends with him. It's just one yeah. audience. Yeah. And it goes from there, you know, and everything else will trickle down from there. But, mm-hmm. and that's something I was really challenged by not long ago is, you know, I, I got caught up in making things for God, mm. but not with him. Mm. There's a huge, 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 huge difference. And yeah. don't get caught up in that, you know, don't get caught up in, oh, I want to make things for the kingdom. I want to make things for creatives. I want to make things, you know, so that God can get glory. But his ultimate pursuit is is intimacy with you, yeah. not not you know necessarily. I mean that gives him glory, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, I'm I'm I'm, wow. I'm shared all that. It's good. Yeah. Praise yeah. God. You definitely went over sixty seconds, but it's fine. Uh, I told you I was regular. Yeah. No, 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 five minutes. I could. Uh, yeah, I need to work on getting that into. A, a yeah, shorter. I, I, put, I put it this way, bro. I believe, and the reason I ask people this question is because. Uh, you know, they they have like uh in the world in the business world they call elevator pitches and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I I see that something as a very essential, critical thing, especially like someone in your in what you're doing. You know, having the opportunity to be at whatever award show, to be at whatever this. You know, you're here meeting these people, and you have only sixty seconds to share something with somebody. You don't have all your time to chill with them, and you just lay something on them, and they're like, wow, that's really good. And and then just leave them at that, you know. So I encourage even for all you guys listening, ask yourself this question: If I were to have to share one minute of wisdom to somebody that I could stand on mm. for the rest of time, what would it be? Yeah. And it, it'll it'll be different for everybody. And the reason I ask about creatives is because this is focused on creatives, you know. But you could ask yourself in different facets. If I had to share one minute of wisdom on parenting, what would I say? If I had to share one minute with wisdom on faith, what would I would say? On politics, what would I say? On this, what would I say? You know, and and I believe that when we can kind of compress wisdom into a very bite-sized form, which is what today is, unfortunately, it was what we've come to is, you know, unless you're able to put things into very fast, compact, much, you know, a lot of things going on at the same time, you know, people have a very hard time listening. And so this is also helping us, you know, be able to share the gospel with people in today's world. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have been doing this for a while now. What are some, I guess, goals you got like next, I don't know, put it this way, goals for the next few weeks and then maybe goals for the next like five years, just real quick. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Goals for the next few weeks. I literally just wrote, <laughs> made a, uh, like I have a calendar on my phone and computer. Cool. Okay. Made a whiteboard calendar. I'm looking at it right now. Very good going to be traveling in the next few weeks but uh just to get ahead on work just to um buckle down and intentionally be less distracted with scrolling through Good. social media um it's easy bro it's yeah, easy to get distracted i don't know the idle and um when i don't have uh like in front of me what i know i need to get done in a single day just day to day you know um then it's really easy to just do whatever and waste my time. So, yeah, just to get ahead on work. It's real simple. Um, 
so that I can enjoy and be present um, during the time that I'll be traveling. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And so for the next few years, for the next few years, Oh, now you're talking. All right. So I'm 24. Are you 24? 24. When's your birthday, bro? 10, 10. 10, 10. I have to remember that. 10, yeah. 10. It's an easy number to remember. I don't know. It's yeah. older than you. Oh my gosh. It's my birthday. Wait, it's my birthday on the 30th. I'll be oh, a, tw- a 25. Okay. <laughs> Hit that quarter, Blake. Oh, well. <laughs> Whoa. Can't see it. Y'all can't see it, but he just... Yeah, I just woed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, next three years, let me see. Uh, starting a YouTube... Not a YouTube channel, excuse me. A talk show through my YouTube channel. That was why I started Ooh, YouTube in the very first place. Cool. Yeah, Is that, that going to be on the cash? Yeah, uh, no. That's going to be on your... my main YouTube channel. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, To be traveling and speaking more like more opportunities are coming in awesome. that's one thing um a goal that i haven't begun to really plan yet but i don't know i i tend to be more just like impact oriented and generally just consider how am i doing or how am i stewarding things and like okay. having specific goals okay like because I don't know when I when I achieve something, maybe this is just how I think right now, but I don't really like to sit in it. Maybe I should spend more time enjoying achievements and goals. I'm with you, bro. But like, like I'm, get it done on to the next one. And yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. more just like about I desire more to be consistent. Like, how am I doing? Okay. How have sense. I been doing? How do I want to be doing? It's good. Like it's just a matter of being, which is really a matter of being and okay. doing and any tasks, you know. So next few years, I do want to um, have a talk show um, through my YouTube channel. See where that goes. I want to be speaking and traveling more. Praise um, God. Uh, maybe get married. I'm starting to. Yeah, not really. You falling in love, bro? Not too much. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. Thought we get some juice for the listeners. No, I used to, no, like, cause I, cause I used to be like really, I don't know, yeah. just so focused on it. Now I'm like, ah. you know, bro, yeah. keep just keep doing yeah, what wait. you're doing. I ra- I'd rather Honestly, be single right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Lord will provide a, uh, a wife when you're not looking for one. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah, she out there somewhere. Yeah, she out there. Hey, mm-hmm. shout out to you if you're listening, though. Yeah, I love you, girl. <laughs> I love you. I love you in but, advance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in advance. But uh, right now, I'm kind of. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I, I got other stuff to do. You'll, you'll be around. I'll be around. Don't worry about. It. <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Yo, so uh, I, we talked a little bit about this before we we got on here, um, politics and stuff, and yeah. I, there, I I know for a fact people have different perspectives on this, mm-hmm. but. I kind of just want to get your idea on this. Where where do you feel Christians should, or where do you believe Christians should be in the in the political world? Should we have? Should we say things? Should we avoid saying things? Creatives, maybe like specifically, like how if we are to say things, how are we to? You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. kind of your perspective on that. I think just to start, we should approach everything with humility and prudence. Um, which is kind of like another word 
for caution because a lot of times we could and I have like just wanted to say things just for the sake of truth mm-hmm. um and like um, say like oh speak the truth in love but am I really speaking the truth in love if I'm not walking in love mm-hmm. like the walk is more important than the words most of the time um so yes absolutely you should definitely be speaking up regarding that but just consider is it the right time um what if it's a one-on-one conversation do i have relational equity with this person Mm. um uh where is their heart at right now is it better to just be with them rather than try to say something or persuade them in a certain direction yeah um how am number one, am I really loving this person? The way when I heard somebody put a uh, say a, a, about a week ago, uh, about a week ago, <laughs> I just said that on purpose. Um, <laughs> no, but last week I heard somebody say, which is like, I'm still thinking about this and really considering shook, it. But shook, huh? this dude said, Don't judge someone unless you're willing to die for them. I was like, hmm. Huh, interesting, yeah, it is. I don't know don't if I agree with it. Unless you're willing to die for them. Yeah, I don't know if I agree yeah. with that 100%, but I definitely see the heart behind where he's coming from, which raises another point. Like, before we speak up and say something to somebody, like, we'll, like, just as people, we oftentimes focus on the words rather than the heart behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're trying to respond to what somebody's saying rather than, like, their soul or, Mm-hmm. Yeah, where their heart is really at, which is so much different. Yeah. Um. Like, you're arguing when you're responding to words, but you're reaching somebody when you're trying to, like, really connect with where they're at, whether they're totally wrong or not. Mm-hmm. Like, am I really genuinely loving this person as Christ has commanded me to? And there are times where he snapped on people, like, straight up, but... Yeah, like it's it, there are no there's no black and white areas except like the fact that Jesus is the way the truth and the life. Like that's the only black and white thing, pretty much. I was gonna say, like, like, what are you talking about? Like, black and white, bro. Like, like, <laughs> like the only go <laughs> go. Like walking it out. There yeah, are yeah. oftentimes like very gray areas that you know we want to be able to put into boxes or just go to extremes with. But there's so much balance that's required to. If everything was black and white, I don't think we'd really need the Holy Spirit as much as we do. Okay. Like, okay. You know, because then it would, it would just either be yes or no, but it's not always yes or no. Um, you think you really think so? I don't think it's it, it's always like just. I'll, I'll, I'll add to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah, I ahead. believe I believe all things are black and white. Okay, that's where I, that's where I stand. I believe mm-hmm. all things are. We absolutely need the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Oh, for sure. To discern what is actually black and white, but yeah. also how to present things. That's what I'm with, saying. With the fruits of the spirit, you know, That's, like there's, yeah. there's a difference in in you just blatantly saying things, and then there's a yeah. difference in you saying things for the love of people, although that is not mm-hmm. perceived as love. And yeah. that's also things today is, you know, lo- love, love today is tolerance and you just mm-hmm. do whatever the heck you want. That's love. And that's not biblical love. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. so I've, I've really come to terms with, yes, God, you know, you are holy and righteous and, and, and we love you and we want everybody to come to you. However, 
when we share the truth and tell people, hey, you know, I want you, I want you to experience freedom. I want you to know what this means. I want you to understand who Jesus is. I want you mm-hmm. to do this. But you can't do that unless you're willing to put yourself to the side, at least for a moment. At least, mm-hmm. at least put your I put your identity, your pride, whatever you have, put it to the side for a moment and look at it mm-hmm. outside of yourself, you know? And many times when people are so overly consumed with sin, for example, then you saying anything will be wrong to them. Yeah. And you saying anything will be judgmental. You saying anything will hurt their feelings because they're in their feelings, literally. Mm-hmm. Like that is what that is their decision making. That is their discernment. That is their functionality comes through feelings, you know, rather than mm-hmm. us being blessed to be able to we'd be doing that unless we yeah. are freed and have the Holy Spirit leading us, you know. Yeah. Um so, and that's something I've really had to like chew on is like, man, is, are mm-hmm. cause I used to say, I'm like, oh, there are some gray areas in life, but that, but that would mean that God didn't, you know, prepare us and his word isn't complete to prepare us for what is going to come in this world, you know, or mm-hmm. what is already here. And, and I believe, although there are topics like, for example, marijuana, you can't find mm-hmm. the word marijuana in the Bible. However, mm-hmm. it does talk about sobriety and it does yeah. talk about you not altering your mind, you know? So, so. People will be like, yeah, well, it doesn't exactly say this. Okay, but does it talk about the general thing of that? You know, mm-hmm. and, and and unless you actually study the word and start getting into the word or talk to somebody who has a good sense and good, you know, solid understanding of the Bible, you know, that's where people start nitpicking things and talking about things that are completely unrelated to the word because they took them out of context and then they start using it to fight people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but I'm I'm glad I'm glad you see the the importance on us saying some stuff in the political realm, bro. Because yeah, it's it's important, man. And and if we don't, well, then I don't know. I feel I feel like we're really like this whole country was founded on Bible believing. You know, the, this whole country was founded on faith. America is amazing, bro. I love living in this country. Um, there have been crazy things that have taken place, and and they not all things have been according to the word. But the mm-hmm. foundation of what's been taking place is there because God allowed people to step into these opportunities, you know. Mm-hmm. So let me rephrase what I was trying to get at. Um, okay. When I say black and white, I think there's a, I could probably use a better term for okay. that. Okay. Um, it's, black and white is extreme. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like, okay, for example, mm-hmm. um, when the Pharisees threw the woman before Jesus, and said, hey, she was caught in adultery. She needs to be stoned. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the law says, yeah. right? Yeah. Black and white would say, yes, she does, right? However, Jesus didn't handle that way. He considered the situation. He considered mm-hmm. um, her heart. Um, he considered that she was a person who was in need of mercy and grace. And um, he handled the situation accordingly. It's not always just straight up, like, this is exactly what the Bible says. Like the Bible is our absolute authority for truth. Hands down. There's no discussion, no debate about it. That is absolute. That's black and white. However, how we live it out is not always that as simple as just the absolute truth about it. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying, bro. Yeah. Every situation is different. Yep. Right. Like we should be, we're not, you know, just 
living in simulations with people or trying to get, you know, multiple choice questions correct. We're interacting with people who have souls who will either spend eternity in hell or in heaven. And, you know, like there's, we should handle that with prudence and humility. Mm. That's, that's the point I was trying to make. So I get you. Yeah. There's, there's, it's different for every situation. Um, yeah. And so like Paul Paul mentioned something about not being like a clanging, just just, right. A clanging symbol. Yeah. Yeah, Like, like that doesn't do much, you know, that's that's when we speak the truth without love, you know, Mm -hmm. but, and like, yes, we, God can still use the truth. However, but if we are not, really refining, allowing God to refine us and renewing our minds and learning what it really means to live a life of love and love others as we love ourselves and love God first before all of that, then we, like, the scripture says that we could be fruitless in this and, you know, that people will just not listen. They'll just be loud and annoying and bothersome. And you end up just pushing them away from God as well. Right, which I have definitely done on multiple occasions. Yeah. So, like, I'm somewhat speaking from experience here, but, yeah, it's it's not always as simple as yeah, just stating facts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I find myself in that, you know, mm-hmm. all the time where it's just, like, I love, I love, I don't find a joy in this, but for mm-hmm. some reason, God's put on my heart, that, like, not to sway from stepping on people's toes. Yeah. You know? We can't, we can't, bro. And, and, can't. uh, but there does come a point where, like, you standing your ground, like say somebody says mm-hmm. something, you standing your ground, then mm-hmm. it, it will just step on it. It, it, will, yeah. it will be, you know, yeah. they won't like it. And mm-hmm. it's just like, well, yeah, all right, well, this is where it went. You know, this it, it is what uh, it is. A lot of times people get offended just because of things that they are holding on to on mm-hmm. themselves and has nothing to do with you. So oh, hands down, too. hands yeah. down, like, hands down. Yeah, yeah, then you get stuff being projected on you because of their own issue. Mm-hmm. Right. Christians yeah. even do that. You're absolutely yeah. right. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. I, I had just real quick, bro, recently had an experience of a fellow brother in Christ talking about some crazy stuff about sex and marital sex and mm-hmm. lust and all these things. I mean, I heard some extreme, extreme arguments from him mm-hmm. that were I could not see them biblically, right? Mm-hmm. Later on, coming to the understanding that his own personal struggle was with lust and mm-hmm. he was projecting the things that he was being convicted by on everyone else. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're called. If you're convicted by something, mm-hmm. all right, that's fine. But that doesn't mean everybody needs to be convicted by that. Maybe there's something mm-hmm. specific that you have, you dealt with mm-hmm. and now you're pressing it on everyone. That, that's yeah. not okay. You know, and Christians could do it to Christians and yeah. so can Christians to, to, to worldly people and worldly people and worldly people. And, and it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, I've just been really blessed with this, bro. Thank you so much yeah. for just blessing me with your time. And, and do we and, have more? Do we have time for one more question? I just <laughs> want to keep going. Honestly. Oh, praise God! Yeah, I got time, bro. Praise God. Um, yeah. Oh, this is a good one. What is the biggest lie you've been deceived by that you accepted as true? Oh. At point you have been set free from that. Like oh. you're so set on it. You're like, this is what's going on, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I was deceived. This this was wrong. 
Oh, okay. Let me think. It was a heavy second. one. Sorry. Yeah, man. <laughs> you no, it's a good one. one. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, no, no, no. I wanted to. I wanted to. Let me see. Um, Where I was like so certain that this mm-hmm. was right and then realized like. Yeah. And then you realize you're being deceived. And God's Actually, it has to, it kind of has to do with the last question. Okay. okay. Um, where there were people I knew who who were actually like believing and walking in like partial truths or just believing doctrines that were so off and nowhere supported in scripture that taken out of context. And um, I felt like it was my job to convince them Mm. of what was true and what was not. As a brother in Christ. Yeah. Okay. With, I, I say that with, it, I feel like I can say that with air quotes, honestly. Okay. Like, because <laughs> I was so focused on wanting to be proven right before them mm. and for them like, to. Like, for them to. Okay, you're right. Like, yeah. Okay. It was mixed. It was, there were like mixed motives in it. Like, in my, like, I, on one side, I like, I wanted them to see the truth, but on the other side, I wanted to, if I'm being honest, like, get the validation and after or rather affirmation of mm. knowing that of them like understanding that oh thank you i appreciate you like you are right okay okay and i just was not doing this in love because i was so focused on getting that affirmation and once i realized like no matter what whether the, no matter who is right or wrong in the situation regarding the doctrine and how much it, how damaging it was mm. i was not walking in love Mm-hmm. I was a clanging symbol. And when I realized that, I was like, oh my gosh. I actually went into like just a period of self-condemnation because of that, mm-hmm. which was not good either. Yeah. And use that, I know. Yeah. Like it was it was like kind of kind of like I was trying to be the Holy Spirit to them. I wasn't trusting God with their walk with him. Okay. Um okay. like I wasn't trusting that he really was in control of this. I wasn't letting it go. Um and yeah, I was just holding on to it, and it, it was, I realized it was like very prideful, and like, and I like just had to submit to the fact that even though they're wrong in this area, I was wrong all the way over here. Like, uh, like a, a, a what is it? A splinter in their eye, okay. log in my own. Okay. Right? Okay. okay. That really hit me hard. Um, so that's part of where I was coming from in answering the last question too. Like, it's not always a matter of sharing just straight up facts, whether they're truth, whether it's factual or not. Like, am I even called to speak to this person? Like Jesus could have gone beyond Israel to preach the gospel, but he was called only to Israel. You know, like he never left the country within his ministry. Um, And he was fully obedient to God in that, which is, I find so interesting. Like Jesus could have done so much more Mm -hmm. and, said so much more when he was being questioned before Pilate and Caesar, he could have said all these things, but he, like he was called to be silent during that time. And sometimes we are called to be silent in certain situations, but we should never back down or fear speaking yeah. up either. Yeah. But we need God to discern those times and discern where our own hearts are at in all of this. Amen. So yeah, man, that's, that's my answer. <laughs> Interesting, man. Wow. And so, all right, so you've been, let's just I hop into creativity and stuff. You've been mm-hmm. making videos for a while now. How, where do you find inspiration with 
creating videos? Because I feel everybody's answer is different. <laughs> like, do you find inspiration? Or are you just yeah. like, you know what? I'm just going to well, hop in. And... <laughs> I'll literally, I honestly think part of this comes from just being an only child for like four years. Uh-huh. I'll just be like sitting by myself in my room or in the kitchen and I'll just come up with some dumb stuff. I still don't know. Like, I'm, I, I, I don't seek it out. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll just get rid of Like, for example, um, with the, I don't know if y'all seen the quesadilla video. But, yeah. Um, it ended, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it ended up getting like millions of views and it all started when i was like i was staying at my friend's house and his microwave went off and it had like this really cool beat to it oh and I yeah was, like, and my mind just started moving like it's kind of like it was involuntary and i was like oh this would be pretty funny so i started putting it together and posted and people loved it i was like and they and when people ask how do you come up with these these ideas, my answer is always different. Like it's, mm, I think it's just a matter yeah, of every, how every I was project, raised. Yeah, every project, yeah. also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So same thing with the what um the old spice song. Yeah. The, um, wow. That was wow. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe that turned into the whole thing, bro. Like, shout out to Ruslan for producing that. Yeah, day. yeah, Ruslan snap. Yeah. Man, yeah. it got merch now. I mean, yeah. crazy, bro. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It's, wow. it's fun. It's so much fun just being able to, like, create freely, mm-hmm. um, knowing that using the gift in itself is glorifying to God. Of course, like, not doing it in an inappropriate way, but, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that's li- aligned with God's joy. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really cool. Praise God. So you were on like a bunch of media platforms. What would you like? Which one's your favorite and why? I, I Instagram because it's the most interactive. Okay. Like, like YouTube. It, it's, it's like each platform is so different. I, I honestly like different, but the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like YouTube is really cool because I get the like the most comments and the most engaged uh, followers, subscribers yeah. are on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. With Instagram. It's more personal, okay. but still very, like, social media-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instagram is, I mean, Snapchat, which I don't use, is, like, the most intimate. And, yeah, I don't like, for the for what I use social media for, I don't really like it personally. But, um, okay. yeah, and then there's Facebook, where everybody just, I feel like people are just angry on Facebook. I don't know, like either like extremely angry or extremely happy there's no in between like yeah you gotta filter those people out man yeah bro i I got i got to a point where i'm like Uh you know what this is what i want to see on facebook Uh uh-huh that's what came down this is what i want to see and that's it and and i only want to see this and you can do that which is beautiful facebook does that for us i noticed like a few years ago once political debate started getting more and more heated Mm -hmm. um i just stopped seeing certain people's posts Mm mm-hmm like it pays attention. It's kind of weird. Like I almost have nothing but news articles. Mm-hmm. Um, I have almost nothing but news articles and it's all conservative stuff because that's what I wanted to learn. You know, that's what I wanted. Uh, I want to, I want to understand what's happening from the, the, the people that I agree with, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. not necessarily um, be influenced or, or, or get, sucked into a false understanding of what's actually taking place. Like, like, like or Donald Trump, for example, he, he calls, talks about fake news. People are like, mm-hmm. how are you going to say fake? 
I mean, I mean, I would consider anyone who's bringing out news that isn't necessarily correct that's, that's mm. fake, you know. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I, what does that even mean? And having to educate <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah, man, with Facebook, it's very different. Like, I almost yeah. have no kids on there. Like, there, there's mm-hmm. it's mainly an adult thing now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Not that I'm that much of an adult, but um, social media is an, it's another world, man. It's yeah. another world. <laughs> truly, it truly, it's a, a yeah. virtual world. Yeah, man. Uh, wow. Yo, uh, you got any more time, bro? You wanna you wanna wrap things up? You yeah. got it. Cool. Um, so every episode we finish up with prayer, um, mm-hmm. and something I've been really enjoying is just having the guests pray for mm-hmm. the listeners. Would you be so willing to to Absolutely, just pray with Absolutely. I'll pray for you, and then I'll close out. All right, cool. Um, Father God, thank you so much for Isaac. Just the blessing that this brother has been in my personal life, God. Um, always challenging me, challenging me, and um, stretching me as a believer, and just really walking out um, my relationship with you, God. And and uh, you know, looking and checking my own heart to see where I'm at, God. Uh, Thank you so much, Lord, for just the reflection and light of the reflection of you that he is and just your light that's in him, Jesus, um, and how he desires for the world to see, God, to just truly live according to your word, God, according to your will, and to walk in your love, God, to share the truth, God, to speak it in love, Jesus, and um, to do all that he can with his breath and his life, God, to make sure that people know your name, God. He is not for himself, Lord. He is for you, God. I ask that you would continue to expand his territory as he continues to just steward what you've given him and be um, faithful to you, Lord. And that every listener who's um, who's watched this, who's listened to this, God, um, that you would just stir in their hearts, Holy Spirit, um, something that we said, Lord, um, that they could that they could take and live out practically, God, um, that they would be able to use this thing, whatever it is that you want to share with them to mature and grow and walk forward. God, I pray that something that we've said um, has lifted a burden off of people that they might have been carrying for a while, Lord, that they could walk in greater, greater in your power and in your freedom, Lord, to just fully be who you've created them to be. And, um, that they will be influencers in their own circles, Lord, that um, they would create change, that we all have the ability to create change and influence people just through simple obedience, God, like Philip going out into the desert when you called him there, sharing the gospel with one man, um, the eunuch who went and brought Christ to the entire um, country of Ethiopia yes. and then like Africa through that, just through one person being obedient to um, and speaking to one other. So, Father God, I just ask that people would realize and recognize and understand that it is in the little things, God, the simple obedience, God, that you blessed and are able to impact the world the most, God. Um, thank you, Jesus, for this time. And uh, thank you, Lord God. I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel it by this for sure. Um, Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, Lord. Yes, God. God, Amen. I just lift up Chaz, Lord. I just ask you keep on stretching him, Lord. Keep on stretching him. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> keep challenging him. I, Father, I just ask for divine appointments to be made in advance, Lord. I just thank you for the influence that he has and the influence that you'll continue to bless him with. 
I thank you for the friendship we've been able to build. God, I just ask that you blow his mind in ways that you provide and the ways that you teach him and the ways that you challenge him to step into things that he hasn't stepped into before. Um, I just thank you for him being a blessing and and, then spending some time with me to share some insight and and other thoughts maybe the listeners haven't heard of before. Um, I just ask you to continue to bless him, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Isaac. I love you, man. Hey, I'll for real. glory, bro. Hey, guys, this for whole real. podcast was brought to you by my book, One Day Closer to Becoming Who You've Been Created to Be. You can find it on Amazon as an ebook, as a printed book, um, until I have other sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for real, man. Thank you. This is such a blessing. I look yeah. forward to uh, to staying in touch and seeing what's No, it's definitely blessed me, bro, for sure. Hallelujah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, bro. We'll talk soon, okay? All right. All right. Enjoy <laughs> Jesus. Peace out.